What drives you, Bav? You know, face masks, energy drinks, now a, a marketing company. Yeah. I kind of asked it last time, yeah. but what is it, man? I just think I'm wired like that. I'm, I'm, just, I'm driven. I don't sleep. I want, I want to do things. I don't, I'm, I get bored and I, and I want to get stuff done. I just, I just can't be entrepreneur. And, and this is what winds me up sometimes. A lot of people go, oh, well, I'm an entrepreneur. And I'm like, well, define what an entrepreneur is. Explain to me what an entrepreneur is. Because I've done what I've done. I think I could use that title quite easily and say, I am an entrepreneur. You give me whatever. I can sell whatever you want me to sell. I can set up a business you know, and do what, I, what needs to be done. But people use that word very loosely these days. I think it's become a catch-all for anyone who's doing uh, any kind of... Uh, listen, if, if, if I can go and do tomorrow morning some drop shipping, <laughs> um, I call myself an entrepreneur. No, it doesn't work that yeah. way. And I think that's in me. And that goes back to when I was growing up. You worked and you... But I, ex I get excited. I, get in, I enjoy it. I actually enjoy what I do now. It's not work. Yeah. This is not work. Where, where does that line come from in terms of Bab, that line between being happy and content yeah. versus wanting more. It's very blurred. I refuse to chase the money because I don't think that's the way you become successful. Being successful sometimes means you make no money. I've done deals where I've made no money, but it's led me to things and that's important. People often say to me, what's the quickest way to make money? And I went to think about not making money. <laughs> that's how you make money. Don't think about making money. Because if you're thinking about making money, you're not going to focus on what you actually need to do. And that's the fundamental difference. One of the questions I get asked a lot is, how do I make money really quickly? And two, what industry should I go mm -hmm. into to make money? And my answer to these people is, actually, I heard it's amazing money being a brain surgeon. And they go, oh, oh. is it? Yeah. So can you not be a brain surgeon? No, I don't think I can. Well, exactly. So why don't you figure out what you're good at first? Because there's, there's great money in being a runner. There's great money working in a, in a shop. There's great money in lots of things. But what are you good at? What I'm good at you're, is different to what you're good at. I think Babs did a, an, an interview a few weeks ago and he was saying that he realised that where there was money was where he was good at something and also what he enjoyed as well. Yeah. And he, he, was, he was reflecting on his, his, his last few ventures and he was saying that, that his most successful business is the one that he actually felt like he was enjoying it and he was good at. Listen, you could be a celebrity chef. Great money in that but I can't cook for toffee. Do you know what I mean? So what's the point? So I'm sitting there going, oh yeah, well listen, great money being a chef, but great, not yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah, you know, This is what yeah. I'm saying. So you have to find what you're good at. And what I'm good at is people process, product, putting things together, working with the right people, seeing the angles, looking at the opportunities, and moulding it. That's the thing, that's the key. How do you discover that they're both? I mean, I, I get the exact same thing, same thing from, from, from young people. It's like, you know, you talk so much about being passionate about what you do and being good at what you do, but how do I do that? The first thing is you've got to have an open mind. You've got to be willing to be accepting of everything. And you've got to be willing to listen and learn. If you're not willing to listen and learn and you've got this way and only 1% of I want to do it my way will work, you're lost, you're done, you're lost. You're, it's never going to work. People don't want to graft. They don't want to learn. They don't want to potentially do the, the hard work. For, if you want to go and own and manage a pub, you need to be first working in the pub to pull the pints. People don't want to do that. They want to miss the steps. But that's the environment they're in right now. Social media stuff doesn't kind of, you know, the whole instant gratification thing. And, you know, we want to jump straight to the fruits of the labour without, without doing the actual yeah, work. The thing is, people today 
think they can jump steps mm. and it doesn't work. And, and you know, I, I saw it the other day and, and it's like I had the same conversation with my son and it's about, oh yeah, but I'll never do that in maths. I've never used that in life. I guess, look, when you're going to school, college, and I, I, I listened to someone else said this, when you're going to school and college and you're, you're doing education, what you're teaching your, you know, what you're saying to your employer is you can get up, you can do this, you can listen to instructions and you can perform, right? You might not use those skills, but you, you are teaching, you are learning a process. Moving on from there, we, we did the energy drink and that, that bubbles on, create a marketing agency. And then an opportunity presented itself to me around a competition business. So uh, a company come to me and said, look, we want to do this. We want you to help market it. We want you to do this and we want it to do this. And I was like, okay. So they approached us. I said, well, I'll tell you what we could do. This is the opportunity. Why don't I speak to my friend Yanni because he might be a perfect fit for this business and we might be able to put this together and it might fast track what you want to do. So I sat down with Yanni and said, look, this is the opportunity. This is what we want to do. And it was initially around the competition business. Let me get involved and we'll, we'll do this. And very quickly, um, we bought out the other people. Oh, wow, okay. And me and Yanni restructured the whole business. So the, the wrapping business, the merchandising business, the media business, the whole thing. I, we created a group structure um, where me and Yanni became partners in, in the holding company. And we now successfully own together the Yanomise group. Which is huge, obviously, and, and you know, a sample will go into it. But how do you, you, you were talking about earlier, how do you guys complement each other? We have our own skills. Where businesses fail, or where partnerships fail, is when there's egos. Where businesses fail is you don't do what's right for the business, you are trying to do what's right for you. Mm -hmm. When you take that ego and strip it back, and when you take back what you need to do for the business and the wider group, that's when you succeed. There's been situations where I might want to do certain things and not do certain things, but we have a conversation, we go, yeah, actually, you're right, yeah. That's what we should be doing for the greater good. And people's mentality around the greater good is what you need to focus on, not what you want as a personal brand and what you want as an individual. It's what, what's the common goal. When you reflect on you know, the continuous success of the brand and, and, and the constant growth, what have been the sort of ingredients, if you like, the success so far? Obviously having a great partnership is great, but what else would you say has been you know, instrumental in the growth of the brand so far? Total truth and honesty. We don't get it right every time. I'm not right every time. He's not right every time. We both get things wrong. It's being brutally honest. And putting your hands up. One thing is, you cannot be wrong and strong. It will never work. And this is a good saying, my, you know, my good friend Anton taught me. You can't be wrong and strong. The sooner you put your hands up and say, yep, I messed up, the better. And it's painful and you have to learn to do this, but you have to do it. Being the person who's um, been involved with the actual content, I'm guessing, and the social media organisation and the actual marketing side, it's very clear that the brand is everywhere. When you take a step back and look at this sort of strategy for marketing, what is that you that you think has, has, has worked quite I well? I wouldn't say it's just the marketing strategy. I think it's a business strategy. It's, a, it's, it's, the, it's the brand strategy. You know, a lot of the marketing uh, and a lot of the videos and a lot of the content is um, what comes out of Yanni's head, what the team and Gus and the team do, 
Um, Gus is amazing. He's got uh, he's got the vision. A lot of the stuff that he. Had. I mean, I wouldn't think of half the stuff and some of the things I do. So I can't take credit for that element of it. What have we done? So you, you look at the brand. So I uh, had a conversation with the Frasers Group, who uh, I have a relationship with and we launched the clothing so we went into all the nice sports direct stores with and he gave me everlast so he said we're going to do a collab we'll give you the biggest boxing brand in the world to go with the animals so these are huge brands i mean you know huge huge it's, it's, i mean did you think when you were first starting up with yanni and this whole thing did you think it would it would explode the way it exploded um yes and no but i had the relationships with people so mm. i know you know i have had the relationships with certain individuals and, and it, you sort of they trust you so if I'm involved there's trust the brand is solid as it is added a bit more flavour and it's amazing so we, we launched the clothing into Sports Direct and I, and I, I thought you yeah, know this is quite a good gig all the Sports Direct stores we've got our clothing in there it's Everlast it's amazing we did the launch now that's another thing so here's me saying well we need to do a launch a meet and greet with Yanni the launch the product whatever and I was thinking, you know, we'll do the Sports Direct store in Free and Barnet or Enfield or whatever. <laughs> we'll, like, yeah, we'll, do, we'll do a little story, a little bit of great. And I'm chatting to the team at uh, Fraser. They go, no, 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 no. We, we, we want you to do it at, uh, we want you to do it in London. i tell you what we want you to do. And i tell you what you, I said, I said, you wanted to do a meet and greet? I said, yeah, no problem. And I said, when do you want to do it? Because well, you do whatever you want. I was like, okay. Because what we're thinking is we do it, it's half term next week or a week I think it was two weeks ago it's half term how about Saturday afternoon in half term I said where he went Oxford Street the flagship store flagship store <laughs> I went, are you sure branded up three cars with Everlast on them so three colours because our clothing is in three colours we did grey black and, and, and blue and we shut down Oxford Street Blimey. on Saturday afternoon we put three cars on the pavement outside Sports Direct they shut the store down, closed, to launch the clothing. Now, it's never happened. Never, you can't, this doesn't happen. I remember that moment. Yeah. There, was, there was a buzz, there was an excitement, there was a sense of, this, this is pretty cool, like I wanna be there, yeah. right? How do you do that, man? How do you create that sense of desire to want to be affiliated to a brand you saw the results right yeah or exit that's what we all see right so but we but the I, several meetings in like if you could pull the, the curtain head. back a little bit I, 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 obviously you can't tell us everything but if you just pull the curtain back a little bit yeah what was the thought process driving a lot of those decisions that then led to those results we wanted the brand out there i would like to call it the beckham effect okay and the Beckham effect, a lot of people may not know this and how it works, is you don't need to be into football or know anything about football, but you know you know the name David yeah. Beckham. Simple as that. Now, Yanomise is an amazing, well-known brand in the car automotive sector. What we want to do is put that brand out into the sector and out of the sector. So if you don't even know anything about Yanomise, you will you will and it, see it. And if you don't know about cars, you'll, you will. you'll know that. Yeah. Well, the average Sports Direct customer may not even know anything about cars, but he's now gone in there, he's gone as an Everlast jumper there with Yanomise <laughs> yeah. on it. What's that? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not buying it because it's got Yanomise on it, you're buying it because it's got Everlast on it. Either way, we've got hundreds of thousands of articles, uh, uh, garments out there in the world with people wearing it, and it's got Yanomise on it. That's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to get the brand to as many places and as many eyeballs as you can physically see.